Welcome to Are You Kidding Me? A pediatric podcast for parents like you about kids like me. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Are You Kidding Me? A pediatric podcast presented by Pediatrics in Brevard. I'm your host, Katie Parsons, and I am here with expert and pediatrician, Dr. Tara Forcier. How are you, Tara? I'm doing great today. How are you, Katie? Good. I'm really excited about this. And if you're tuning in today, this is our first episode. I'm very excited about this, too. Just a little note for listeners. Tara and I have been friends for... Gosh, I don't know how many years now. It's been quite a few years. It's been quite a few years. Uh, a lot of our children are similar ages. Right. Gone to elementary school together and now, then middle school and now high school. So we've been friends for a long time. And when she came to me with this idea for this podcast, I was so excited to get to collaborate with her on it. So this is fun for us to have these conversations together. That's right. Pretty sure that... Your daughter and my son have a, a couple name out there somewhere from oh, years my ago. Gosh. I forget what that was. It was Chameleon, I think. Chameleon, right? yes. <laughs> it was a blend of Kian and Amelia. Right. It was sort of like the Benefer, the celebrity Benefer, <laughs> but right. locally here in Brevard County, Chameleon. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's so And fun. your other daughter was in our Girl Scout troop. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have a lot of history. A lot so. of history. And I'm just so happy to be here with you discussing all of this and sharing all this information with well, other parents. Well, thank you. Thank you for doing this collaboration with me. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Well, let's just start with the most basic of questions, which is why did Pediatrics in Brevard decide to start a podcast? Well, for those of you who may not know much about Pediatrics in Brevard, perhaps are our patients or are not, we are the uh, single largest single specialty pediatric practice in Brevard County. And we have four offices with about 20 providers. We are looking to expand even further in Brevard to reach other families. And so as part of that movement, we are looking at strategies to reach out into the community to provide more support for families who are struggling with this task of raising their kids. And, you know, we are a medical home as well. So that means we want our patients and their families to be very comfortable with the services they receive at Pediatrics and Brevard and feel like they can come and ask any questions, look to us for assistance and help on any subject. Um, Really, we are dedicated to the welfare of all children, um, even those that aren't our patients. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've always really appreciated all you do out in the community for sure. And so this podcast is just another extension of that. And I know, uh, Tara, this has been on your mind for quite a while, putting this podcast together. Can you tell me a little more about why you personally wanted to take on this podcast project? My favorite part of my job is sharing my experiences uh, with my, the families that I work with. That includes what I know as a doctor and a pediatrician, what I've learned through medical expertise, but as well as what I've learned from other families and their struggles and being a parent myself of four children and what I have learned being in the, the midst of that struggle myself. This is going to be a lot of fun, I think, for me to reach a, a wider audience with those experiences. Because I have been doing this for a, quite a while, I am not afraid of answering questions or talking about any topic whatsoever. I tell the kids that come in and maybe are a little bit shy to ask a question that that there's no question that I feel uncomfortable talking about or any subject that is too delicate. Sometimes the answers might be delicate, but the (laughs) questions um, are, are not. And they can, you know, people should feel free to ask anything that is on their mind. And really, 
from my perspective, you know, parents really do need to hear, you know, the gritty, unvarnished truth of parenting. And, you know, we are raising children in what is kind of a crazy world where things are becoming more and more complicated and stressful at times. So having a well-reasoned, practiced approach to helping families is what I'm hoping to provide. Yeah, I know. I'm really looking forward to that because I think sometimes, at least for me as a parent, it's hard to approach a medical professional with questions maybe we view as um, silly or or stupid maybe, or even that we're the only ones going through something. And I think as a pediatrician, you know that's not true because every problem you see, you've probably already seen a hundred times. So I'm really looking forward to delving into some of those topics with you. Yeah, you know what they say, there's no stupid question. But I will say that I actually find it intriguing when I am asked something I've never seen before. Because then I'm like, ooh, that's a good one. We should, you know, let's figure this out. Yeah. Um, So that's, that's a good thing too. So you should never feel afraid to ask whatever's on your mind. The way I look at parenting too is that it's kind of art and science. So there are things that are research-based or maybe there's medical science to suggest the proper way to do things. But a lot of times decisions are just parenting choices and they might depend a lot about the specifics of your situation. And I'm never afraid to, to answer parents that way too, saying, well, here's the different options. This is what's worked for some people and what's worked for others. And you have to kind of, you know, make a parenting decision based on that and try to support parents that are doing those things. You know, that's the important, sometimes just supporting them and helping them understand where there might be a right choice and where, you know, any, any choice might be okay, as long as they're doing it with love. And so that's, that's kind of how I approach my families too. you know, I try to use humor when I can, and then as much compassion and respect for the families and, and what they're going through. The other thing I would say about my approach is that I like to to think sort of logically. So I usually, especially when there's not a right answer, I usually say, well, let's go back to what's the principle here? Like, what is it that we are trying to accomplish? Or what's the important aspect of this situation? And then kind of work our way to a solution from that. You know, how do you apply those principles? And really, that's what parents, I hope, are teaching their children to do as well in life. Yeah, I really like the tangible tips side. You know, sometimes we feel so overwhelmed by parenting that if we can just sit down and either discuss it with someone like a trusted practitioner like you or even our spouse or a friend, sometimes we can get to the answers instead of just letting it swirl in our brain. And I know this podcast will hopefully help people work through a few of those swirling thoughts too. Right. And those morning runs, I'm sure is where you get some of your uh, <laughs> your right. creative ideas too Absolutely. with your friends. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know since we'll be getting an inside view into the world of a pediatrician, which I'm very excited about, I'm curious, what are some of the most common patients that you see in your practice? Yeah, that's a great question. Obviously, well visits, you know, where we're just doing checkups on children is an important part of what we do, P- possibly at least half is just seeing patients to monitor their growth, their development, make sure they're up to date with their vaccinations, um, looking out for problems in their growth or development, um, or also in behavior and and mental health as well. Because these are a lot of things that start to pop up in um, childhood or that parents have concerns about. You know, childhood is a very quickly changing field, you know, as far as 
different ages, you get different challenges. So we see the children pretty frequently during that time to make sure parents are, you know, armed with the best um, suggestions and knowledge to, um, to raise their kids. The other thing we see a lot of, especially now, are behavioral visits. So we um, definitely see kids with autism or with where there's concerns for autism, you know, I mean, sometimes we're the first ones to help the parents figure out, do they need to be evaluated for that? Um, Sometimes they might have that suggested to them from a teacher or from an outside person, and then they're coming to us to, you know, get further information about how they would go about doing that. Definitely, I see lots of kids with ADHD. Um, That's a very common issue these days. So managing that and trying to help these kids be successful in school is important. But there may be other just like the normal types of behavioral issues that all kids have, you know, temper tantrums or trying, you know, struggling to put them to bed at night. Those sorts of things we see um, parents bringing their kids in for too. Mental health is a, is a big mm. topic. I would say over the last decade that has been increasing. And then since COVID has become um, really overwhelming, it's a huge increase in our, our patient visits related to mental health. Tara, do you find that mental health affects teens more than the younger children, or are you seeing an increase everywhere? I see an increase everywhere. The teens are better able to pinpoint that that's the problem. But in the younger children, it may come out in other ways. Mm -hmm. You know, it may be that they're not performing well in school, and the parents may think that this is just ADHD, or they may not be sleeping well. They may be um, having behavioral, you know, temper tantrums or, or aggressive behaviors. So it comes out a lot of times in other ways in the younger children. And that sometimes is even more challenging because you, there's a number of different things that could be causing it and trying to figure mm-hmm. out, you know, what it is and how to, how to manage that um, is tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next kind of uh, visits we would see would just be like what probably most people think of about going to the doctor, right? It's your acute sick visits, you know, got a cold, runny nose, sore throat, fevers, or injuries, you know, stubbed my toe or broke my arm, you know, those sorts of things. So yes, we see those too. But that's actually a smaller portion than than the other things I've already mentioned. And then there's also like chronic um, disorders. So individuals with asthma that need regular management of that or kids that come in and they've been having headaches or stomach aches for months or even years. So we get um, a number of those types of visits as well. I'm glad to hear that well visits are such a big part of the practice, you know, um, trying to get ahead of some of these other things you've listed. And I would imagine during those well visits, sometimes you also identify some of these other things going on, right? Like the mental health issues or, and so I feel like as a parent, if I at the bare minimum can get my kids in for those well visits, hopefully that's sort of snowballing into care for other things. Absolutely. We laugh sometimes when we say well visits because often the families come in for their once yearly, you know, annual checkup and they come in with a list of other concerns. So they're not always technically well, but many times they they don't have any concerns. And that's the thing that gets you to go in. So that's the catalyst. That's a good thing. Right. Now, as a pediatrician... What are some of, you know, we've talked about some of the things you see from patients, but what are some of the biggest challenges to you as a, as a professional? That's an excellent question. And there are quite a few, you know, even beyond just the landscape of medical practice in general with insurance issues and all of that, with pediatricians in particular, 
We're seeing a lot of um, problems with the kids that come from family disruptions. Um, you know, I've seen so many um, patients that come in and they're living with a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or something along those lines because there is a problem within their close family unit. And thank goodness those kids have, you know, some extended family members willing to take on that responsibility, but it creates some difficulties at times. And especially when it comes to substance abuse, that's probably a very common reason why the kids may end up um, with someone other than their biological parents. And that's heartbreaking because, you know, I see kids who have witnessed their parents overdose and almost die or they feel neglected because their parents are high or not capable really of um, giving them attention. And so, you know, definitely as pediatricians, we see the impact of the substance abuse problem in America um, on them specifically. And this is such a important time in their lives to develop their, their personalities and their self-esteem that it, it has a critical impact. Let me think other challenges. So obesity is a big deal. I know everybody's heard, you know, that we have a sort of an epidemic of, of weight gain and all of the health problems that go with that. I like to tell the kids that I see, you know, you're beautiful no matter what size you are, but at some point, if you continue to, to get heavier, then you can start having all sorts of health problems, whether it's diabetes or high blood pressure, metabolic disorders, you know, problems with cholesterol and insulin, and, and even liver can be affected and get fatty liver. So there's a lot of different things that, that go along with that. And sometimes people don't realize that asthma gets worse if you're heavier and you get orthopedic issues, you know, more joint pain and back pain and those sorts of things. So sometimes people don't want to hear that the answer to those sorts of concerns is really losing weight would help. Um, but it's, it's a difficult conversation to have. And we do have to do that on a daily basis to um, help protect the kids from, from this worsening. Um, But it's difficult to change your diet. It's difficult to get into an exercise routine, especially because for some families that's expensive or they just don't have the the time or money to to make that happen. Mental health as as an issue, we talked about this a little bit, but part of it too is that people don't always want to accept mental health problems as being real. So sometimes... My conversations with families have to be, you know, no, this is something serious that needs to be taken seriously. This is a child who's suffering and needs help. It doesn't matter that it's in their head, so to speak. They still need, you know, medical care. Another thing we might see um, is vaccine hesitancy. Everybody knows <laughs> you go online even for a moment and you're going to see all the, all the problems related to that. But that is really a, a critical part of pediatrics. I think that a lot of people forget how many children used to die from vaccine-preventable infections. And, you know, our memories are short, um, so we don't remember that. And um, that definitely is a challenge that I face, is trying to overcome some of that hesitancy in families and try to, you know, coordinate with them. I wondered how long it would take in the episode before we said the V word. <laughs> I <laughs> right? wondered how long. It wasn't too long, though. No. Um, what else? I think the last thing I would say is just um, like healthcare equity. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. probably if you follow politics at all, you hear about, you know, underserved populations. Um, but here in Florida, especially, we see that with Medicaid 
um, patients and a lot of kids. I mean, Medicaid is not just not just poor adults. It's also children, lots of children. These kids often have delays in care or they have limited providers that are accepting uh, Medicaid. So it can be challenging to get the same level and quality of care and as quickly and with specialists and and um, whatever providers they need. So trying to, to battle that system to make sure that all the kids that, that need things um, get what they what the medical care that they need. And often these are the kids that need the most. Right. I would imagine that's that's really difficult in the want to help and then the red tape that maybe goes into that on your end, let alone what the parents have to right. figure out and go through just to get the care that they need for their children. And when you think about the number of, of hoops they have to jump through sometimes, and these are often families who are already under tremendous stress. You know, they may have um, low um, socioeconomic status where they might be poor or, um, you know, may have to have multiple jobs or these might be the families where there's substance abuse in the household. So there's a lot of um, stress already frequently in these families. And then to add on, you know, all the different places they have to call to try to get their child in for healthcare, it's very um, frustrating to see that and you know we try to help as much as we can but you know sometimes they have trouble getting a ride you know if our specialists are in Orlando and they can't get a ride over there this child is gonna, it's going to take them a long time to get to see that specialist definitely the healthcare equity is an important part of what we do on behalf of other parents i just want to say thank you for that because i feel like it does seem like a very difficult system for, for parents, particularly parents who may already have all these outside stressors, but really want what's best for their children, healthy right. children and equitable health care. So um, I'm thankful for pediatricians like you who are, who are fighting that battle for all of us and all of our children. So for listeners who are listening to this wonderful first episode, uh, we've talked about you know, what you're seeing in your practice. And of course, some of these themes are going to be interwoven throughout these episodes. But can you kind of give listeners an overview of what kind of topics we plan to cover in this podcast? Yes. So I'm super excited. We have a lot of different things in mind. Um, we're going to be covering things that may just be everyday issues like putting your kid to sleep, (laughs) or um, how do you discipline in in certain unique situations, Um, how to support your child's education, Um, social media and screen time. Oh, social media and screen time. Yes, I want to be here for that episode. (laughs) Because uh, as a parent who really likes both of those things, uh, with children who like it probably even more than I do, uh, I'm interested in having some conversations about that as when it comes to limits and health and and what we can really be doing to to limit those things when we can as a family. Right. Uh, I'm sure you will be there for that episode, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm there. Let's do it it right after this one. Can we we just skip to that one, Tara? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I need to know today. (laughs) But, you know, and that one, just like many issues, is is tricky because um, there are, are good and bad. And sometimes it comes down to, again, going back to your principles, like what is it that you want for your kids, and then working from there. So then those are everyday issues. We'll also be talking about some what I would consider critical topics in pediatrics, like vaccines. We talked a little bit, you know, the mental health, the ADHD, substance abuse and drugs, and how to prevent that pattern in, in children and teens, and even just like sports and fitness. 
finally, I would say, well, we'll cover some special topics. If you remember, I said I, I am very comfortable talking about anything, even difficult topics. So we will be talking about COVID. I'm happy to talk about transgender issues and gun violence and safety. Yes, I said that out loud. <laughs> Wow. Well, we're going to hold you to that because those are definitely all topics that I know I want to hear more about. And I know the parents listening will, too. I definitely don't want to miss any of those, any of the episodes of Are You Kidding Me? And listeners, be sure you tune in. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. And we'll be back uh, with your next episode soon. So thanks again, Dr. Tara Forcier. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Are You Kidding Me? A pediatric podcast for parents like you. Hear you next time.